This is Truth Pop Unplugged. Hey, welcome to another episode of Truth Pop Unplugged. My name is Jake. Uh, you know, in this podcast, Truth Pop Unplugged, what we do is we just take a deep dive into your Catholic faith, examining what it means to be a practicing Catholic in the culture today. Uh, you probably have heard of Father Mike Schmitz at this point. He is a rock star. He's got the number one Apple podcast the Bible in a Year from Ascension Press. And I am just so excited about the fact that, uh, you know, he has been everywhere. Like even uh, on Times Square, New Year's Eve, there was a um, a billboard for him and for his podcast. So check it out. Bible in Year podcast from Father Mike. Had the chance a couple of years ago to sit down and talk to him at the Seek 2019 conference. So I did this in partnership with Focus and Relevant Radio and just wanted to bring you just the amazing uh, explanation that Father Mike had on the Mass. Because sometimes you and I go to Mass and it's so easy to get distracted just to think about, okay, what am I going to have for lunch today? Or what am I going to do later? And we just miss out on the central element of what's happening, not only in terms of you know the Eucharist, but also the sacrifice that's involved. So Father Mike is going to get into that conversation here. I just wanted to play you some of that. And um, you can definitely share it with a loved one who maybe has left the Catholic Church and they don't understand, okay, what's the point of Mass? Why am I going? I encourage you to share that. Um, but again, this is a, a podcast uh, interview that I did with Father Mike Schmitz here at Truth Pop Unplugged. Talk about the Mass. And I know for a lot of Catholics, they don't understand the beauty and the mystery behind the Mass. You probably get this question a lot. What do you say to someone who says the Mass is boring? What's your comeback answer? I would say that a lot of us, even those who go to Mass on a regular basis, um, we don't know how to pray the Mass. Like we, we, That's when it comes down to it, is we don't really actually know what we're supposed to be doing. Because even think about this, um, even if you're brought to Mass ever since you were a child, what do they tell you to do? They say, okay, go in, shh, be quiet, sit down, shh, be quiet, and just, no, look up there, just watch. So what we end up doing is we end up going to Mass and thinking that what God wants me to do is go to Mass, Sit there, be quiet, and watch. So we end up watching the priest pray. But that's not actually the, that's not what God is calling us to do every single Sunday. He's not just calling us there to watch the Mass. He's calling us to something more. Yeah, so when you get into the idea of living the Mass, that can be a, a little bit of a complex idea, you know, because that Catholic who might go to Mass every Sunday, they might subconsciously look at it as just, you know, checking off the list, right? You know, it's just something to get done. You mentioned that we're all kingdom priests, and I think that's really interesting, the fact that we all participate in the Mass, we all sacrifice. You know, we're not just going to get something, we're going to give something, but but I'm trying to wrap my mind around that. What does that exactly mean to participate fully and, and sacrifice as lay people? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that to back up a little bit and to recognize that we're not simply called to watch the Mass, we're called to worship at the Mass. So what is worship? And um, one of the things that it seems to me that if you like examine all of world religions, the heart of religion is worship, right? It's not just the creed, although the creed is important. It's not just about like the moral life, although the moral life is incredibly important. The heart of all religion is worship. And then one of the things we realize is the heart of worship for every religion until recently is sacrifice. That the only two, uh, I'd say maybe, I think it's two um, religions that don't have sacrifice are uh, Islam and uh, Protestantism are these two religions that don't involve sacrifice or, you know, branch of Christianity doesn't involve sacrifice. And yet we're all called to worship and worship at the heart of that has to be sacrifice. And so we even see this, right? The once for all sacrifice of Jesus Christ that he says, 
to the, uh, the apostles' at the last supper, he says, take this, all of you, and do this. This is my body given for you. This is the chalice of my blood, new and eternal covenant, poured out for you, shed for you. So this is the blood of the sacrifice. This is the body that sacrificed once for all, but represented to the Father. Now, this is so, so critically key. Um, is So then he says, do this in memory of me. Do what? Well, take my body and take my blood and offer it to the Father. So in the Eucharist, we believe that he is truly present, right? Um, this is truly Jesus himself, body, blood, soul, divinity. This is Jesus crucified. This is Jesus risen. And this is Jesus ascended to the Father. And at every Mass, what we do, the high point of the Mass, is not the words of consecration, although that's the miracle. That miracle happens right there. The high point of the Mass is um, right pre, uh, preceding the great Amen, where the priest and deacon, if he's there, will lift up, will elevate uh, the Eucharist. And to the Father, they'll say, through him, with him, in him, him being Jesus, through Jesus, with Jesus, in him, Jesus, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, Almighty Father, forever and ever. It's that moment that uh, Father Michael Gately calls the supercharged moment of the Mass, where it's like, this is the moment where the sacrifice of Christ on the cross, resurrected, ascended to heaven, is being offered back to the Father. And so what do the people say? We have what they call the great amen, but as I always say, it's, in most Catholic parishes, it's the lame amen because we we're like, oh yeah, amen, now I get to stand, right? Because why? Because the whole time we're just watching the priest pray. We're looking at him. We're saying like, that's Jesus in the Eucharist. I know that's really him. Neat. Amen. Now we get to go receive him. That's not an afterthought, but it's even receiving Jesus is not the high point. It's that moment of offering the sacrifice to the Father for what? For two things. One, for the Father's glory, and secondly, for the salvation of the world. And yesterday when I was giving the talk, I mentioned you guys already know the twofold reason of the Mass. And you can all say it together where we say, pray my brothers and sisters, my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to, God, acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. And everyone says, may the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands. A, for the praise and glory of his name. B, for the good, our good and good of all his holy church. So A, for the praise and glory of the Father's name. That's why we offer the sacrifice. And for the salvation of the world to realize that that is what's happening at every single Mass, and at that moment of the Mass, can rivet our attention on not only the consecration, and not only on that big elevation where we offer the sacrifice to the Father, but even on the prayers the priest prays in between consecration and elevation. What does he do? Okay, Father, this is you. This is the sacrifice you yourself have provided, have provided for your church in Jesus Christ. So in that, we offer you... Um, on behalf of the whole world. We offer you this on behalf of our Holy Father. We offer you this on behalf of those who have died. And one of the, my favorite images, uh, it's an old, old painting, is of the Mass happening. And the priest is elevating uh, our Lord to the Father. And here's the Father above. And he's receiving. The Holy Spirit's active in there. But then you see all the hosts of angels and all those who are in heaven who are present to this one eternal sacrifice, right? But then the graces are being poured out on, from the Eucharist onto the world and even under the world to those souls in purgatory. So one of the things we can realize is like, how do I just not just watch the Mass? How do I worship at the Mass? Is I recognize that as often as that's happening and I join my prayers with the priest's prayers, that Father's being glorified, the world's being saved, that a people even unbeknownst to them or even souls in purgatory, those that um, desperately need our prayers are being released from purgatory, being freed from purgatory. They're being purified in, pur in purgatory and being brought into heaven. I remember reading when I was a high schooler, it said that um, more souls are uh, purified, fully purified in purgatory um, during the mass 
on Christmas, that when that sacrifice is being offered up, the graces are so abundant that so many souls are purified and brought to heaven. You think like, I would think that before almost every mass, I think is what I think. I think right now, as we begin this mass, there are people in purgatory who by the end of this mass, they will no longer be, (laughs) by the end of this mass, they will be seeing the Lord himself face to face. And why? Because you as a kingdom priest and me as a ministerial priest, united with Jesus, the great high priest, offered up his sacrifice to the Father for his Father's glory and for the salvation and purification of the world. Like this just like blows my mind. So if I walk into mass like that, then I realize, okay, I'm not just here to watch. I'm here to also lift up the sacrifice with the ministerial priest in union with the great high priest, Jesus Christ, and it's going to do something. And I think that sense of urgency, that sense of power, um, gives me a sense of focus as well. You know, there, there's so much more to get into, but but Father, I'm sure a lot of people still have questions about what's happening behind the mass. So I know you do ascension videos, you do a, a lot through them. How can people learn more specifically about what's going on in case maybe they're not Catholic and have questions? That's a great question. We just did a series, um, a Sunday homily series on the mass called Come to the Altar. So over four course of four weeks, we kind of broke this open and said, here's what's really happening at the mass. Um, that's one thing. Um, Dr. Ted Sri has a has a book called Biblical Walk Through the Mass. It's really good. Um, we have an also another program called Alteration, which um, it's four parts. But there's an additional fifth part that basically is a teaching mass where it's like here's where this part of the mass comes from. Here's what it means. Here's what's happening during that time. But if I could just offer to anyone um, this this one kind of word, and that word is there's one priest, and that's Jesus. Jesus is the one priest. He shares his priesthood with his ministerial priests, right? So I'm a ministerial priest. He shares that priesthood, but it's not mine. It's his priesthood that he extends. He shares it with us. But then every person who's been baptized, they've also been, see, this is just me making this up. Like, I want to make sure that everyone who's listening to this knows that this all crazy, lunatic, progressive priest. Um, he, in baptism, every baptized Catholic Christian was anointed a prophet, a king or queen, and a priest. And so y'all are kingdom priests. So we don't, you know, a kingdom priest doesn't go off and make the Eucharist themselves. And you know, we need the ministerial priests for that. And also kingdom priests don't like say the words of consecration with the ministerial priests. That's, that's not the, the call, the role of the kingdom priest. But the kingdom priest shows up ready to worship. And that's the key of the whole thing. The kingdom priest shows up saying like, no, actually the Lord has consecrated me to offer up the sacrifice with this ministerial priest, united with the great high priest for the glory of God the Father, um, salvation of the world. To show up to Mass with that kind of preparation um, is incredible. In fact, there's a middle of the Mass where the priest reminds us, remember, you guys are priests, where he says, pray, my brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Father Almighty. So again, that's, I'm not just making it up. It's even in the, it's in the, in the uh, Roman Missal where uh, I, the ministerial priest, and you, the kingdom priests. That is Father Mike Schmitz talking about the Mass there, and he is involved in uh, the ministry at the University of Minnesota Duluth. He's the chaplain there, also host of Bible in a Year podcast, and it was part of the interview that I had at Focus's Seek 2019 conference in partnership with Focus and Relevant Radio. You can learn more, again, if you check out ascensionpress.com. Their website is going to have a link to Father Mike's podcast, A Bible in a Year. encourage you to share that with a loved one. Also encourage you to share this podcast, too. All right, we'll be back again in two weeks. We'll dig into a new Disney Pixar movie that's creating quite a stir right here on Truth Pop. This is Truth Pop Unplugged.